morning. You know, if it's nine o'clock, it's time for Babs Rolls Ivy. This is Love Babs Love Talk. And this Friday edition is a great edition because I've got the coolest people on the planet here and they're doing something this weekend that I think everybody wants to know about. So I have the fabulous and beautiful and talented Diane Lake here. Hello, good morning. Good morning. And we are going to be talking about the Africa Salon going on at Yale this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we've got some band members of Cosmic Homies. Yep. Yeah. I'm so in that band. <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't play a song. I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't do anything, but I'm in this band. <laughs> so they're here this morning to talk about what Africa Salon is mm-hmm. and some of the things that's going to be happening. And guess what, people? All you people in New Haven, it is free. Absolutely free. Absolutely free. So Get closer to the mic like, you know, you All know. Right. I know she's she's a beautiful looking woman and she has a beautiful voice. <laughs> so if you go to her Facebook page, I'm not going. Do I can I can I say your Facebook page? Sure. Just <laughs> blasting you. Yeah. <laughs> it, what they say, y'all say. It's like all that good singing. Um, the Sister Insider. Yeah, Sister Insider is my band. Yeah. Yes, that's a cool band. But anyway, we're gonna talk about that. In we're a gonna talk about. Cosmic but Homies. Cosmic Homies. <laughs> well, they right. all just got in last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I listened to you because I run a, the black newspaper here. So in my office yesterday, as I was doing the prep for the next edition, yeah. I downloaded some of your music. And I was like, whoa. Cool. Now, I couldn't download all of it because yeah. some of it. Some <laughs> Protected? Of it, no, some of it has some words in it. I can't. Oh, I yeah. It's can't. true. Forgot about those. We have the whole spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need the Kmart Walmart clean oh, version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So before we talk about y'all, okay, what is this Africa Salon? So Africa Salon was born three years ago, Mm -hmm. basically out of a need to fill a space in the university's ether of um, arts and culture where there's a lack of contemporary African arts and culture. And basically the idea was to bring this festival to Yale and to New Haven that would be open to the public, public mm-hmm. open to everyone on campus that would really give them a new idea of what modern Africa is and what modern African arts and culture is and give them a chance to basically um, get rid of all their misconceptions and learn in a way <laughs> that is not only um, enlightening, but also entertaining and invigorating. And it's a really fun two days that we have such a packed lineup of events that cover everything. Poetry, music, dance, food, film, media, everything. So, so you, so three years ago, mm-hmm. you're walking around Yale campus and you're like, I don't see African people, modern <laughs> African people represented. And I'm going to do something about this? Yeah, so three years ago was started by Ifani Iwachi, actually. Mm -hmm. And Ifani had, it was her brainchild, basically. And she's all about modern African arts and culture and and curating modern art. Um, She's actually studying it right now. And so now I'm in the position of curating it this year now that she's off um, studying. Basically, she said, you know, it's about time that we had some modern Africa at Yale. And it worked out really well because uh, a year before president salve had just been inaugurated the brand new yale president and he said i'm ready to commit to bringing more africa to yale and more yale to africa and this was one of the highlights that came out of the yale africa initiative was africa salon wow i couldn't go last year i registered but i couldn't go conflicts but i was like when i saw it posted up because, you know, Yale does not do a good job of sort of sharing with the community at it's large. It's really difficult because there's, there's so much happening all the time mm-hmm. that people just 
just have these events piling up and and it's really hard to make sure that every time there's a big event they really let the community know what's mm-hmm. going on so how did you get all these people to do this for free mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they're not doing it for free <laughs> <laughs> okay all right let's and get this straight free. <laughs> the cosmic homies was like what <laughs> we are not doing this for free <laughs> I don't care what she say. <laughs> yeah, no, but the, the university has invested its money in this because they really think that this is an important event to have, um, and it's important for it to be free and open to the public. Uh, so, yeah. So now it kicks off today at noon. Yes. With a big reception or food, yeah, world a, food the, thing. The, there's a luncheon and a screening. I'm trying to get to the luncheon. <laughs> right. Because I've never right. had jollof rice. Miss the oh, luncheon. yeah. The oh, me food, neither. The food festival you're mentioning is what kicks off tomorrow oh, afternoon. Oh, I'm coming. Be there tomorrow. one of our highest registrations. Yeah, for <laughs> so sure. Of course. Everybody's <laughs> coming to the food festival for sure. Well, you know, I have a friend. I don't know if y'all know Awesomely Lovey. Do y'all mm. know Awesomely Lovey? Mm-hmm. Well, she, she's always talking about jollof rice. Yes. She's, she's from, uh, she's Nigerian, yes, I believe. Yes. So she's always talking about jollof rice and, and throwing shade on people who don't eat it. So I'm going to get me some so when I see you her again, to. I could say, you know, yeah. I had some. <laughs> all right so today it starts with the reception mm-hmm. and then you've got a whole calendar of events for the next two days chock yes, full of stuff there's a fashion show mm-hmm. there's talks yes there's dancing yes there is and then there's a concert mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. cosmic homies and ocean, ocean yes and I, people are like where's this at <laughs> i know <laughs> it's gonna be a toad and, toads, and really also cool. free and so, free yes. i might not be able to get in there because it'll be all packed <laughs> let the young people get in there and do their thing you, know, just, you gotta push them aside I, got, no, I can't do it <laughs> so so can I talk to the cosmic yes, homies alright so tell me a little bit about y'all cause y'all have this really interesting following mm-hmm. like you all are very popular and people really dig you so and I just now I only heard of you because I was checking out the Africa Salon yeah. and then yeah. when I went to listen to your music I was like this is such a big fantastic sound yeah. how many is, how big is this band it's it's a collective. We say it's a collective because the four people who founded it, which is ourselves and then two other and people. And who are y'all? <laughs> My name is Tayo. Hi, uh, Tayo. Hey. Tayo didn't want to mess up his afro with, a, with some headsets. That's yeah, right. It's, it's, com- it's complicated. It's, um, if, if I get a moment with anybody that hears this, then I can explain it to you. But... My name's Tayo. I'm a rapper, songwriter, producer, a DJ as well. Um, yeah, where are you from? Where are you from, I'm baby? from Nairobi, Kenya. Oh, okay. Yeah, East Africa. Born and right. raised. Yeah, born and raised. And um, yeah, just as well, a founding member of this collective, this magical collective, Cosmic Homies. Okay. Yeah. All right. My name is Marushka. Mm-hmm. I have been in Nairobi for about five or six years now. Um, I actually grew up originally in the States, everywhere traveling, but in the States. And then I think about two and a half, three years ago mm-hmm. is when the four of us met. So it's ourselves. And then there's two other people. There's Joseph Kiwango and another lady named Karun. Um, and we'd all had individual solo music careers, but we just had this incredible energetic fusion that happened when we met and so we wanted to create something that was like a group but not necessarily stuck together like a group or a band because we knew that we had many different pathways in life and different things we had to focus on Mm -hmm. so we decided to create a collective and then that gave us the freedom to be more than just a musical collective as well so we do a lot of things with fashion and film and And so we're sort of yeah yeah. we're sort of like a mini production label wow yeah so the music is like our watering hole it's what we love the most Mm -hmm. and it's what brings everybody together but there's many different things that we do so when you decided to do this collective did you feel like 
there was a part of you missing if you didn't do this collective? Like, because you, because I, I understand with artists, yeah, they, they're not just one thing. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, if you're if you're a singer songwriter, you yeah. could possibly be a painter yeah, or a writer or sure. something other kind of thing. Yeah. So does that? Co- so does this collective fulfill all of that? Yeah, I guess. I mean, the time was it was so right. It just felt it felt really natural. It's more like a family in the sense. It's like we need to get together, and then after a while, it's like okay, I need my own space. <laughs> Um, so I think it just felt really, it felt really good whenever we got together in the studio and it was like, okay, turn the mic on. And before we knew it, we had like an EP's worth of, um, material. Um, and then from there, I think because of how, um, just how different each of the members are, um, we ended up with a really alternative sounding like end product, you know, and, um, it was something really special, not only for Nairobi, but for Africa in general, Mm -hmm. because, um, I hadn't really heard any anything that was as weird as what we ended up with. Because like, um, it's just like a collection of sounds and we're just like, what is this? And then like, before you know it, um, we got um, invited to play at South by Southwest and we like we were finally in a space where it was like, okay, cool, we can be as weird as we want to be. And there's a bunch of other weird people, so this is cool. I think um, Austin's motto is actually stay yeah, weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is. So that's perfect. Yeah. I think like what, what's also so exciting for us about participating with the Africa Salon this year is that very similar to Oshun, who we love, who is also performing. So we were so yeah. excited when we heard that we were going to be sharing a bill with them. Is that it's it is the sound of contemporary African music, which mm-hmm. I think some people don't necessarily understand if they don't know what's happening in contemporary Africa because they feel that contemporary African music should like one of our friends who's a very successful musician in Nairobi said, you know, I get frustrated when I feel like people say I don't have an African sound because I don't have percussion on everything every song doesn't have like the like you know the the traditional Mm -hmm. african sounds he was like all of that inspiration is in my music i am african music but my music might strike someone as being many different kinds of styles which is really what's happening at least in nairobi you know the contemporary african culture is a fusion of many different influences obviously with a backbone of things that have derived from the continent but i think what's cool is like one of our other collective members is tanzanian and then the other one is also kenyan so we sort of have this mashup of cultures yeah but then a deep love for you know everything that is from our region and the whole continent so I think that sort of bleeds through the rest of our music. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So Diane, do you feel the pressure to sort of, I mean, I know you, um, the, the whole point of the African salon, mm-hmm. I like saying it that <laughs> way. <laughs> you like, I got that. The African uh, salon. Do you feel the pressure to do a little bit of traditional African culture underneath that? Or do you just like, no, this has to be contemporary, modern, right now, Africa. See, I don't really need to worry about that because it's always going to come through. Mm -hmm. So I focus on modern contemporary Africa. And in that, there is always traditional elements. And that's that's the point of this festival is to show that there are levels, basically. There are different levels and different layers of what it means for creative artistry to exist on the continent. So even in the modern African work, there are so many um, foundations of traditional African culture. The point is that it's not just traditional African culture. You know, Africa has not been static Mm -hmm. for the last century. Mm -hmm. And so we hope to show these different layers. Mm -hmm. So when you think about Africa, when you think about pulling from from the many cultures, because... Uh, hello, Americans. Africa's mm-hmm. not a state. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It is yeah. a whole yeah. continent yeah. made up of great many countries. countries. Yes. Yes. So when you think about, the, when you started planning this salon, mm-hmm. 
what do you do you say i need a little bit of south africa i need some ghana i need some nigeria i need some egypt like how do you make this plan and how do you sort of decide how much of what less of this what Mm -hmm. is what goes into that well, luckily enough, it seems to usually work <laughs> itself out. <laughs> um, but I definitely have an eye towards making sure that different areas of the continent are represented. We have Laulo Senbanjo, Nigerian artist and human rights activist. We have Safiel Hilo, who's Sudanese-American. We have people from the African diaspora that are in the United States. Um, we have Nosa Garrick. We have so many people from different parts of the continent, different parts of the diaspora are coming here to share the different mediums. And it's just worked out really wonderfully that we have so much area covered and if we hadn't i think we would still try to make sure that we could round it out in some way so for the salon uh, who is going to come to this who's coming so it's an interesting mix because there are a lot of yale students there's yale faculty and staff there are new haven residents there are um People from certain African communities, I know there will be um, certain people from um, the refu- the local refugee organization even coming to the concert, and they've come every year. So it's really so many different pockets of people that are able to participate and enjoy Africa Salon. Oh, good morning. This is Babs Rose-Ivy, and this is Love Babs, Love Talk. And if you're just joining us, I have Diane Lake here, who is the coordinator curator of the African Salon, and the musical guest for the for the for the weekend's festivities, it's Cosmic Homies, and so we're in here talking about this week's activities. And um, so you can listen to us at one hundred three point five FM um, WNHH. We are live streamed at the New Haven Independent, and if you have a mobile app, get the TuneIn app, and we are Facebook Live, so you can see all these folks in the studio. So, all right, so. You're going to play your music Saturday night? Tonight. Tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight the at The concert toads. is tonight. So what are you expecting to happen? <laughs> I don't know. If we're, well, I, I would say at least what we're expecting to contribute. I like that. Because you can never necessarily expect what's going to happen. Oh, but she's I, wise. <laughs> I think what we're expecting to contribute is sort of just a slice of the really, really rich and incredible creative culture that's happening in Nairobi right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very eclectic and diverse climate. Um, and we have, I think, about 90 minutes of time tonight that we'll be able to share so we've sort of sectioned up um the set to be like a mini version of these events that we've been producing throughout the past couple years that have really pushed the culture forward and it's um a combination of things that we've sort of coined as a term called electro organic so it's the idea that it's very things that are like everything from roots music and acoustic music to more electronic digital contemporary sounds so hopefully we'll be able to create a little mini journey that can give people People a, a window into what's happening over there. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you're a rapper. Yeah. Which which is roots are deliberately American. Yeah. And yeah. so how do you take this very American phenomena yeah. and just make it very African or very you or yeah. very eclectic or very world? Yeah. I mean, I always think about it. Rap is like a sport. Generally, that's how I think about it, like a competitive sport. And it's like... They think even of within, it that way too sometimes, yeah. I think. <laughs> and even within it, um, it's like everyone has their own style. So mm-hmm. like we watch a lot of soccer or football, whatever you call it, back home. <laughs> and it's like, but still distinctly Ronaldinho will have his own style. He's playing the same game 
but it's just like there's something about him he always looks like he's dancing through it and that's what i feel like when it comes to rap there's a lot of great rappers african rappers that i know who just have this um this ease because like they're fluent in english and in their mother tongue and just being able to you know to story tell um about so many different things um is is for me it's just um it's really impressive because it's like i feel like the american story has been told so many times it's kind of limited and it's because it's because it's such a because it's it's because it's america it's it's a commercial like la la land you know what i mean so it's like people it's it, it's like i feel like the story that's being told over and over again is about that the material mm-hmm. um you know mm-hmm. like just consumption of everything um so what was your first so rap record I, you ever heard yeah, funny enough my uncle gave it to me it was um snoop dog doggy style first album yeah right <laughs> I know. snoop dog doggy style um and so that was my introduction to rap music and um and then to, from to there, put yeah. Tayo on blast now is all because he would never say it. But I think what's very cool about the group that we have right now is that the two founding member, two of the founding members himself and the other lady Karen were both part of basically Kenya's first real hip hop um, group in contemporary culture, and they were the first to ever be nominated for a BET award before there was even, I think, an Africa category. Wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was like pretty profound for the culture in both places um because like you said rap and hip-hop had been sort of thought of as primarily an african-american um culture Mm -hmm. and and that um moment of being nominated for bnt bet in that way really allowed the culture to have its own movement there so i think since Mm -hmm. then there have been a lot of um rappers there that you it would be almost arguable that the roots of rap have come before they sort of took off in america from africa before that in a trickle-down culture because people have dug into ancient tribal cultures and found sort of like you know in the oratory culture the ways in which people would speak poems and rhythms and rhymes to music it's sort of an interesting um an interesting endless lineage like it, it, obviously <laughs> in america but but i feel like that that's what's kind of cool about the africa salon is a lot of the artists and the speakers that we've been seeing are involved are people that have been bridging both worlds whether they intend to or not i like that yeah, yeah. i like that so diane is there anything happening this weekend that didn't happen last year is there some new category that you said oh next year we're gonna do it and then here it is this year Yes, yeah, so every year is very, very different. Um, not just in the artists that come, but in the in the format of the events. Like the first year, it was a lot of it was a lot of panels um, and basically experimenting with the idea of bringing uh, modern African arts and culture into an academic space. Mm-hmm. The second year was a little bit more spread out over a week, um, so that there would be basically events here and there throughout. And now we've put it back into the two day format, so that people get a real like powerhouse experience of all these things concentrated in these two days. Um, I think in terms of new, 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 the food festival is definitely new, new, new. And I think that's why people are so <laughs> excited about the food. Uh, <laughs> I know I am very excited. <laughs> um, you but, will see me today and yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, the music workshop that we, that Cosmic will actually be hosting tomorrow. Um, they're having a concert oh, tonight and a musical wor- workshop tomorrow has also had a lot of interest. And we're really trying to find ways for the events to be a little more interactive. Even the fashion show will be a little more interactive this year. And so that's really um, the goal of this festival is to have it really concentrated, exciting, and interactive. I like that. So when you say interactive, what does that mean? 
like they're going to talk to people or people will be able to what's what's the what will the interaction look yes like? there's a lot more opportunity for people to talk with the artists and be in conversation there's a lot of opportunity for people to participate in things like for the food festival we also have essie bartels who's a spice mixologist as Ooh. she says wow. who'll be here and she will have tasters for the audience to wow. to experience and give their opinion um there may be some dancing involved in the dance <laughs> showcase we might see some audience members get up there themselves i don't want to spoil anything don't point at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's, it, it won't be it won't be a passive experience at all it'll be a very active weekend a very active festival uh, this is ex are you excited i am so excited <laughs> I, think this is, I like it so when you all get together and decide on what kind of music you're going to do how fluid is that it's so cool that you see actually what our <laughs> workshop is about um is, it's about many things but a big part of it is actually talking about our creative process so people should come to <laughs> see that but the, the whole point of why we wanted to share that is because i think that the four of us being together has been so refreshing because as anybody knows usually when you go to work on something it has to be sort of very structured very disciplined you know which obviously is important but now I think we've discovered a new version of fluidity because we feel so comfortable being around each other mm -hmm. and we honor and respect so much what other people want to share in following their own individual intuition. And every single time that we do that, there's sort of this amazing thing that happens where the group collectively can just develop what needs to happen without it being sort of like a forced process or someone, yeah. there's no leader that decides things and other people just follow um, there's sort of like a group discernment. So even when we were creating our set list for this, you know, there's certain times where people are like, no, I don't want to do that song. And we, we always, you know, if yeah. someone has an argument of saying like, we can, we can come to the table with something, but it's always very respectful and fair and we just trust each other. Yeah. It does flow. Can I call you B, by the way? I, know it's bad, <laughs> I love I just, it. I like <laughs> Give me a rap name. Like, <laughs> Yo, B. No, but, um, I want, I want I just, my own just rap to add, name. <laughs> Just to add on to what Mariska said, though, I think, like, because uh, for me, particularly coming from a very, like, pop group uh, background, it's, like, the thing about Cosmic Homies that's really, you know, stood out for me in particular, like, there's no real formula. We're never trying to make a hit or whatever. I think we just, like, the songs that you hear and what we are is just based off what we're feeling. So, mm -hmm. like, like she said, even putting our set together, it's like, okay, what do we feel like doing uh, based on where we, we each are at in the moment? So that, that was really refreshing, and I think, like, that's part of like what makes a, a bunch of people over there really appreciate our sound and our whole ethos it's just that like it's we're based off of like how am i feeling today let's talk okay cool do you want to do a song where you're humming all through or um going to be like rapping for 16 mm -hmm. bars plus all through or do you just want to play guitar on this song so i think whenever it comes down to any musical or actually anything to do anything. with any presentation of ours in any whether it's our fashion events our music it's always just a very real like we're just translating to you where we are and where and how we're feeling and if you resonate with that then it's awesome and if you don't that's that's real too because everybody's entitled to, to yeah. their opinion on, on anything to tie that back to to the importance of us being here with the africa cell and i think what's very cool is that like tayo said the the following that we have back home i think is also based a lot off of like he said our ethos because there's a lot of young people there who i feel 
people of any age really but young at heart i would say open young-hearted open-minded people <laughs> who have been forced for a long time to sort of um create things build things and produce things in a way that's more of western imposition um whether it comes down to their values or what they share what they feel like they're told is going to be successful or what they be like they're, they're told is um valid or of value in their culture mm -hmm. and i think now there's a huge explosion in people feeling the liberty to really explore for themselves what do i feel is actually a valuable contribution to my culture and what do i feel like has the potential to become successful outside of just the limitations of what i've been told that i have to carry so i think in observing that now there's a sort of an interesting like 70s in america thing that's happening in a lot of east africa right now because young people who have a lot of education but not necessarily a lot of standard employment are now unemployed people but they're all becoming self-employed people so you have a lot of different collectives and entrepreneurial um endeavors and startups that are being formed by people who are just exploring new ways to do things across the board music and academics literally and people are doing whatever they want to do yeah. like mm -hmm. what they want to do which is like that's incredible because like she was saying the family setting and uh, just the cultural setting at least in Kenya I know this relates to a lot of African countries as well is that there's just these expectations to be like you know uh, we expect you to go to school and do this and that and we expect you to join this company or to go work over there or if you're going to be in the media we expect you to do it in this way that makes us proud and now I feel like people care less about um, literally like imp impressing or doing things because it's what's right but more it's like is it what I want to do I think more people like really understand that they have one chance and opportunity to be on this planet to live their life and it's like I'm going to do it and um and I, I and I don't really care if it offends you or if it's <laughs> right that's now, and that's people. like it takes yeah right but that that for me is something that's really incredible and inspiring about a lot of my peers mm -hmm. right now um back home and so. I just want, I want to give a big shout out to, Di to Diane as well. I don't think we can express this to you yeah. now, but just take our word that you'll now have shifted something that's massive in Kenya because the fact that you've had a group like Cosmic Homies be booked to be at a university like Yale is going to be very profound in the culture because a lot yeah, of means, young people yeah. that want to create creatively and artistically whose parents say you can't do that because there's no future in that you know will now have a living example of like yeah but these very yeah. alternative creative people are now guesting at somewhere like Yale University so it really is showing that those worlds can integrate which is profound for us right. so thank yeah. you for so believing so so Diane do you feel the pressure of political interest in what you're doing I think, well, all art is political, <laughs> first of all. Um, so I guess there's no avoiding that. Um, but I don't think I necessarily um, go into the decisions I've made um, creatively um, with politics in mind, um, but maybe with humanity in mind mm -hmm. and um, with enlightenment in mind and thinking about how I can bring these two things to Yale and also share it with the rest of the world. Because you got to know that the powers that be in these various countries where these artists yeah. are coming from mm -hmm. have gotten wind of the fact that artists are coming mm -hmm. to the States, to an Ivy League school, to one of the richest universities in the world. <laughs> and so, and that says something yeah. 
you know, yeah. about whatever you want to read into that. And so I, I mean, I, nobody, no president or, or <laughs> tribal chief passed you a note saying, make sure people act right. <laughs> 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 I don't want to hear any, you know, like, like none of that. <laughs> yeah, no, this is all just coming together in the most beautiful, organic way. So I'm ha- very happy about that. Well, she makes a good point about where there, where none of this existed before. Mm. Yeah. N- a space has been created for its existence, yeah. mm-hmm. and so there's some kid who is somewhere saying in Kenya, right? Yeah. Some some children in Kenya are like, wow you know what, I can really dream that dream now mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. somebody has shown up and lit the path, you yeah. know, put the yeah. light on the path. Yeah. So. And the media is going to pick up on it and um, it'll just be a thing that sort of like, um, it basically um, is absorbed all throughout the society. Because mm-hmm. Nairobi is a pretty small town, uh, the capital city of Kenya. Um, Kenya is a pretty small country. But so once the media picks up on something like this and then like, um, you know, certain parents or schools or institutions or um, yeah it's small but it's a powerful taste maker yeah. as far as the yeah. east african region i think so as soon as they pick up on it it's like it just becomes something that's like oh by the now, way does that I think give you pressure on- does that bring pressure to you like because you because it, yeah. you, you're thrust into a world of setting an example of some yeah. sort yeah good bad or indifferent yeah do you feel the pressure to sort of live up to that mm-hmm. or to just like whatever no i used to i used to feel the pressure but um you see now i'm just like i feel i feel like um i've accepted that i i am human as well so it's like people have to be realistic when they set certain expectations of me um it's like he's just a dude you know and sometimes he's gonna wake up and it's sunday and he didn't want to shower but he really needed to get cereal so he looked like this because he needed to get cereal and he's just a person are you my son (laughs) somehow yeah yeah I think you're on my son. So we're going to take a few minutes. We're going to play one of your songs cool. because I, you know, this is a cool thing. And I, I think we people should hear what they're going to hear when they go roll out tonight. You know? <laughs> so, Harry, thank you. What are we listening to? Time flies by. Time yes. flies by. Is that, uh, a, is that a good yes, one? We'll it's do good. This one tonight. Uh, it's good. It's clean. <laughs> So uh, enjoy. I it. know I went through a found. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Trying, trying, trying to get me put <laughs> off the air. <laughs> Begging to the beans and you wanna not just quit I know it's ridiculous surviving the game But give a love your love and leave it out 
in, you got to get, you got to get down. Cause time it lies, and time it lies. Don't fight that feeling, you got to get, you got to get down. I can't wait to go in my spaceship and fly away where it doesn't matter. I can't wait to go in my spaceship and fly away where it doesn't matter. There's not enough light in the day to fix this Let's do it the quickest And then they reach into your mind and flip shit These kind of words never make me headless But with a dope beat, we switched it Now listen, how can we preach love, peace and wisdom Then be for a Muslim Christian There's nothing you're telling me You're telling me, you're telling me First came the dinosaur, the elephant There's nothing you're telling me You're telling me, you're telling me First came the dinosaur, the elephant So, you know, this got a little bit of house to it underneath, mm-hmm. a little techno. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I hear all of that in there. So who, who, who's been your biggest influence musically? Are you a singer? Yes. So who has been your biggest influence? Like when you were little and then when you grew up. Oh, so hard to say. Like, did you grow up singing Disney songs? I did not. <laughs> I was like a very, the snapshot, because it's hard for me to describe that, because I grew up with many different influences. But when I was little, my mom had a karaoke machine. And my mom used to work a lot. So when she would leave um, sometimes, and, and I would be around, and I'd just be with my like aunties and my uncle in the house. And when I was five, she would leave, and she would leave the karaoke machine. And the only tape that she had was a Billie Holiday tape. Whoa. So I I would, that's like my mom raised me on like amazing, amazing old blues and jazz Lord music. have mercy, girl. Yeah. And then my father <laughs> raised me on, on all amazing also music in the other spectrum. So definitely far from Disney. Yeah. Um, but I, what, I was telling someone the other day that what was really cool was just a cyclical moment in my life was that when I was younger, I went to an, like an inner city-ish school in California when I was very young and there was an outreach program from a, a local private school and they brought African drums to our class when we were little. I think we were like seven or eight or something and they were teaching us to drum and sing Wade in the Water. And just recently, about three months ago, we were on the coast of Kenya and um, we were there um, doing different creative things and we were standing in the sea and Blinky Bill, who played at the Africa Salon a couple years ago, who's a very, very good friend, came and stood beside me and just started involuntarily singing Wade in the Water. And I thought how beautiful the cycles of life were because when I was little, I never would have thought like, oh yeah, I'm going to go live in Kenya and make music and do all those things. So. It's very cool how all of this has unfolded. Yeah, I I grew up listening to a lot of um, Lingala music, which is um, from Congo. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of other stuff. My father was a DJ, is a DJ. I guess you never stop being a DJ. (laughs) But um, 
<laughs> and so he liked a lot of soul music. Um, he didn't really like much of hip hop. My uncle did. That's where I got the Snoop Dogg album <laughs> from. Uh, but around the house. But that's Snoop Dogg, though. That you know, was like the like, beginning of yeah. right? hip hop started yeah. to change. Yeah, yeah I guess See. so. But besides that, just in and around the house, I would listen to a lot of, hear a lot of Lingala. I wouldn't really listen to it. I think now is when I'm listening to Lingala. Um, and then besides that, because we've always been exposed, of course, to like um, Western music. Um, there was a lot of, I would listen to a lot of just like what was on Channel O and MTV. Channel O and MTV are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Channel O being from South Africa. Um, so I listened to a bunch of Jay-Z, you'd imagine, and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. um, as I grew up, I started picking up, uh, started like following a lot of African rappers as well. Someone such as Hip Hop Ansula from South Africa and Kuli Chana. And a, a lot of great rappers from Nigeria as well. Um, Ghana Manifest. Um, so just as I was looking for more African storytellers, um, you know, who were doing pretty much the same thing, I, like I ended up discovering a lot of really great African rappers. And yeah, and for a while it was like, hey, you guys, I'm, I'm sure you guys haven't heard this guy. So it felt really cool to be like the person with that kind of music in their iPod oh, okay. and nobody else having it. Wow. Yeah, you are the cool kid. No. <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool that was was pretty cool it was a good feeling to be like i have something that you don't have because everybody has that album but like you don't have this that is so universal (laughs) (laughs) so universal yeah exactly (laughs) so musically where do you see yourselves going musically as a group or as as a group as an you know whatever tell me something wow i would say like as a collective i would um Hopefully, we want to perform a lot more in Africa as well. We performed in Uganda last year, mm-hmm. which was our first um, show in Africa, but outside of Kenya. So that was really cool. But as a group, I, I would say um, just to inspire other young young people living on the continent, off the continent, doesn't really matter because we always feel like we um, that we we relate or we are able to like. I feel like we re- we're relatable to the world, world youth, in mm-hmm. that gen. So I just feel like maybe in the next couple of years if we were able to get that festival going and then bring all the indigos together yeah I it think would be like a very we have vast magical thing yeah we have vast goals but i think as a as a collective we knew i think from the moment that we first started making music together like teo said it was sort of like a family thing yeah so it was cool because last year when we were in california we actually had the chance to record one of the tracks that was on this ep at um the studio where Dre recorded when he was like very, very young and where they also started straight out of Compton in that same area. And I think when we were in that studio, we felt this sort of like, you know, this magical vibe and, Mm -hmm. and we felt like that the best hope that we can have because life is so long. And I think we've, even though we're young, we've all been through a lot to know that life moves in many different patterns. But I think we do know that there will always be meetup points where we consistently make records and have shows and have tours throughout our lifetimes though i don't think it will be in the normal standard trajectory of how careers normally move in Mm -hmm. like a more western industry so all of us right now have we're we're recording new music now as well um we'll be releasing a new single soon and some videos out between the next three and six months and then we all also have solo projects and things like that so i think as we keep weaving through life in our own solo careers our goal is to consistently keep throwing events in um africa that are also bringing more people like there's so many people who attend coachella 
and Burning Man and and things like this. There's no reason why there shouldn't be a festival of that scale on the continent. And mm-hmm. I think that's our goal is also to be a part of that. Black people. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. say it. <laughs> I said it. But there's such a hunger, I think, for people to have levels. We just had Diplo in East Africa. Um, we just Necca had him well. in, in Nairobi. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the scale of production was, I felt like I was at Coachella during that event, you know. So clearly it's 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 percolating. I think we just want to be part of that really, really popping off in, in, a, in a larger, um, more, in a bigger way. Okay. So is this your last year doing the salon? Yes, it, it is. It is? So you have to turn it over to somebody else. Yes, I will be. It's, is there somebody identified or you got to... It, it's it, it's in the makings in the workings but yeah it'll it'll be in good hands wherever it is now <laughs> <laughs> now where are you off to are you going somewhere i'm going to law school where here if you go here you can do the salon <laughs> she's like don't go don't go even me i'm like we need you yeah I'm, in between I'm, all that I, mean, I hear i hear you're unbelievably talented and smart and that that you're wanted all over the place educationally um so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, have you had enough of us in New Haven? Because <laughs> we want you to stay. No, I mean, I love New Haven. So, I mean, I haven't made any official declarations yet, but I guess this is a, as good as a time or place or, or to say that I I will most likely be attending Yale. Law school. Whoa! I got, I got a school. Ooh, there you go. Give me this, your hook. I'll still be All around. Right. It's looking like I'll still be around. So that you might be able to like. Maybe um, be a little maybe. shotgun rider for yeah. the for the for the Africa salon <laughs> or a performer. I didn't you you know musicians always hide. Like you know I didn't what? know until you said that that she now oh, I'm gonna be have, on Google. You gotta go and check I excited now. Someone told me she was. And I was like, what? So I went and I found her. And I was like, and they were singing. And I was oh, like, yay. Wow. I'm excited. Sister <laughs> Insider. That's yeah. the band, right? Yeah. And, they are, and I was like, why aren't y'all singing? Why aren't y'all? No. <laughs> no, not, can't, won't. Just, just didn't think about it. Several hats I'm wearing. Yeah, it's true. I'm sure it's, it's enough as it is. She's like, look, I can't do this and be in it. But it's exciting for me because we're also always looking for different artists from the States to bring yeah. over there. Yeah. So now maybe we can pull this bridge back Because she's got to go exactly. to law school. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what, three, you got to do your time, three maybe. years, get it in. And, you know, part-time lawyer, part-time band leader. <laughs> Just do it all. This is the know? age of multi-hyphen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Millennials are so talented. <laughs> appreciate y'all coming in today because i know y'all just got in last night and i'm so looking forward to this and i think you've done a wonderful job i'm glad i got a chance to meet you you. and i'm going to immerse myself in all of this this weekend i'm going to be everywhere and um, because you know with the jazz the um jazz festival is going on too but it's it's but it's it's not competing because I, I put it side by yeah, side yeah. to see. So I'll just be like this. It worked here, out this. nicely. Yes, it, it really did. Because yeah. I, I was looking at the schedule. I was like, do I have to make a choice? I yeah. don't. Oh, that's there, good. So I could go here and here and here and here. So I'm going to be at, I'm gonna be all over Yale this weekend. <laughs> nice. So so thank you so much, Miss Lake, for coming. This was such a pleasure. I'm glad, I, I'm glad you all could fit this in. Yeah. Thank thank you, much Lee. success to Cosmic thank Homies. You. You. And if you all are listening, you can go and Google them. Um, I found them on SoundCloud. Yes. So all your music is up there. It's yeah. quite interesting. And ve- they're very talented young people. So check out um, the Africa Salon. Mm-hmm. It starts today at noon, yes. I think. It starts right. at the Afro-Am Center over there at 211 Park Street. Yes. 
So get over there, yeah. and they've got a calendar of events. Miss mm-hmm. Lick would like you to register, so <laughs> <laughs> don't just show up. But you can't show yes, up. Feel you free can, to show you up. Can't feel show free up. to show up. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make sure they got enough jollof rice. Yeah, exactly. So thank you all yeah. so much for coming. Thank much you. success yeah. to y'all. Thank you. Thank you They'll so much. They'll be performing tonight. Yes, the free concert at Toad's. At Toad's place, starting at, at nine. Nine o'clock. Yes, starting okay. at nine. So they're there with Oshan. Yes, and everybody We're knows fabulous. who. Sean is yes. so they're well known and I, when I put it up on my Facebook page people are like they're coming yeah <laughs> even us <laughs> they're like, they're co- how so excited you, how? and it's free yeah. <laughs> I know it's I was amazing. like yes it's very free they will be everybody's gonna be there for free they're not gonna change their mind <laughs> so you know so thank you all for coming Harry thank you for producing today you're such a great producer yeah and you all made my Friday so special thank no you. thanks so thank on you. that note have a lovely day <laughs> I love this song so much. I know, isn't it a great song? song? When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Instead of